0: Okay, before we get started with this brand new episode for Season 2, I wanted to quickly remind you that the JMC website is up and running, courtesy of my man, Jose Garcia of Odd Curious. JMCPod.com is the website. Check it out. I have all of my interviews right there to listen to. I'm also starting a blog journal section. I'll be sharing some in-depth thoughts. Also, a merchandise section coming very soon. And of course, please show me some love. I have a support section. It'll take you to my Buy me a coffee page. Throw me five bucks. I might mess around and buy a coffee. I love you guys. Thank you so much. J-M-C-P-O-D.com. First of all, let me finally take some time just to thank everybody for, um, you know, re-upping for season two, joining me uh, on this part of the journey. Um, it's been a busy, I mean, look, it's been a busy summer um, and it's, you know, it's, it's a good busy, uh, but the second season started off busy too started off uh, just as busy the momentum carried over from the end of the first season I'm happy to be here in this moment uh, right now um, you know the last four episodes have been doing really really well um, the last four episodes I'm, I'm talking about uh, episode 40 with Sir Dominique Jordan, 41 with Sean Hogan, 42 with Jerica Devon and just recently episode 43 with Loyda esprit i am um really happy and grateful that i was uh, able to kick off this season with, with great conversations and i have a lot more coming i have a lot more coming this is the first time uh in this you know podcast endeavor that i have several interviews already done and in the bag it's just a matter of you know fine-tuning with editing and uh you know, scheduling it for release. So I'm really, really excited. Um, but, you know, if you're familiar with the podcast, you know that I do these random, uh, you know, little segments about my journey, uh, different parts of it, whichever I feel kind of, um, whatever I feel in the moment. And, uh, um, if you're new to the podcast, then yes, this is what I do. Welcome. Uh, I not only interview people, but I also share you know, things that I've gone through. Um, and what I wanted to talk about um, for part 10 of my journey was my family, the family I grew up with, um, the family that I grew up in, um, those that raised me, uh, which is my mom's Family predominantly, um, and I have some members on my dad's side of the family that um, that I'm close to, but it it just it wasn't the same. The dynamics were different, and um, I'm sure some of you can relate and understand that. Um, that's obviously I'm not uh, you know throwing any shade towards anybody. Um, I love all my family, but I was just raised and brought up by. Um, these people that I want to talk about this evening, um, stemming from the Melendez name, which is my grandfather's name, uh, my grandfather I- Ipolito, and my grandmother Mary, and the children that they had, obviously, which would be my my mom and her brothers and sisters. So just recently um, I got to uh, go to a, a, my cousin's wedding my wife and I Alexandra and I went to see my cousin Tony and his uh, now wife Chelsea uh, they got married uh, I'd say this is probably about three weeks ago that I'm I'm thinking about it now since about three weeks ago from when I'm recording this. And I got to see my family um, for the first time, like a, mostly all, all of my family. There's a lot of cousins that weren't there. Um, but all of my aunts and uncles were, which is really rare. It's really rare to get everybody in the same room. And I was really, really, really happy for that because, um, you know, unfortunately, you get together. I mean, unfortunately, the entire group, the entire family tends to get together, you know, under bad circumstances, unfortunately. you know, Somebody's sick. We have a member of the family that passed away or, it's just not getting together enough for good times. Is they're far and few in between. So it was good to see him, and um, of course it was a great opportunity to to dress up and feel good and, and look good and and be surrounded by my family. That's beautiful, and they look good, and we got to celebrate love. Which, you know, Alexandra and I are sticklers for that. We just love going to weddings and celebrating true love and seeing a a union take place. Um I mean, uh we were at another wedding I'd say about a month ago. It was uh friends of ours, City and Linda, they got married and that wedding was outside, it was beautiful. So, you know, when you're when you're able to be um, in the presence of you know two people uniting, that feeling is is dope, and I got to experience that with my family. Um, but it also made made me you know really go down memory lane, so to speak, when I when it comes to my family and seeing them. Um, And it made me really ponder a lot because I'm beginning to experience this shift where myself and my cousins are becoming the generation that sets the tone for the family, if that makes any sense. For the longest time, you know, it was our parents took care of that, you know. Um, My grandparents passed away. My grandfather passed away 20 years ago in April. Uh, my grandmother passed away 11 years ago. So in April as well. They actually. They both died in April nine years apart. And I think maybe three days. Um, and so, you know that shift of my grandfather passing, uh, from a car accident, my grandmother surviving that accident, living another nine years, she passed away from a stroke in the hospital. Um, now 11 years removed from that during that time, I started to notice there's this shift where the family didn't really get together as often. And there's different dynamics that were take, taking place. Um, but also I started to notice that, you know, I wasn't just a kid in this family and my cousins weren't just kids in this family. We started to then, you know, mature and, and, step up to the plate, so to speak. Um, and when I, you know, I'm, I'm there with my cousins. I'm sitting at the table with Alexandra, my wife. I got my sister and her husband, my brother-in-law. I got my cousin and her husband that I'm mad cool with, you know, shout out to my sister, Ronnie, David, shout out to my cousin, Sonia, her husband, Dupree. Um, you know, that that was just a dope table. My cousin to my I both my cousins to my left who were in the wedding party, brothers to the groom, my cousin uh Jaden, my cousin Mikey. I hadn't seen Mikey in eight, nine years. Um you know, and Jaden's probably the youngest of our generation. <laughs> so you know, Jaden. I think is I want to say sixteen. I could be wrong. And I'm 43, so there's the gap. It's you know. I think of these things, and I and I don't know why. I feel like I'm rambling right now, so forgive me. Um. But you know the whole talking about family, thinking about family, um, you know the memories of of the pillars in our family and, and how close knit we were and how those have changed in a way. But I still feel like we're still close knit and we just don't get together as often. Um, and it made me miss the days. My cousin, Mikey, he was the best man in the wedding and he had a speech, um, that resonated with me um, my sister was the maid of honor I, I guess that's how you say it right I'm so horrible with this shit um, and she had a great speech also um, I, I don't know it was just like I, I'm, I'm just sitting here I'm, I'm listening to this speech about family and it's taking me back and I'm noticing that we're getting older and we're not kids anymore and our children are in their teens. And that shit was really starting to trip me out. And, you know, I look back at old pictures of my mom and my aunts. And, you know, I could, I could see the difference. I can see, like, how young they look. Not that they look old, but, you know, they look younger. You know, and it's 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 very sad and but it's also there's a lot of pride and there's a lot of nostalgic um I don't know what the word is man i'm I'm used to seeing my family in a certain lens. And I'm just realizing, like, you know, every 10 years or so, you notice this jump. And I feel like there's another jump where when I hear my aunts and uncles talk to me about, like, you know, it's your guys' turn now to set get-togethers and to plan for that shit, It's, it's in our hands. It just made me really think about... How each generation takes takes turns, you know, holding the fort, holding down the fort, taking the mantle, um, taking the torch for the family. And then, uh, you know, after a while, you, you got to sit down and rest and let the young ones step up and take it over. And it's something that's really tripping me out. I guess it's safe to say I'm a little scared. (laughs) You get used to living your life a certain way. You get used to living the role that you have in your family. And then time will change that. Which is really an honor. You know what I mean? It's It's not like I'm knocking it. I'm just... I'm excited... I'm honored but I'm also scared. I'm also nervous. I'm, I'm sad. I'm sad that my family's changing. Um you know I, I'm not sad like I I don't want it to change. I'm just sad that it's happening. It's it's that moment in your life when you're like, shit. I love my family, I love, you know, the Melendez family, I'm an Arroyo, that's my father's name, and I'm proud to be an Arroyo, um, I will forever be proud, and, and I work really hard to make sure that, you know, my, my children are proud, especially my son, because he's carrying it on for me, um, but, you know, I've never, I've never denied, you know, my mom's side, of, that the Melendez blood that's in me. I'm proud of that. I'm, I'm super proud of that. Of the name that my grandparents niched in Lancaster, and uh, you know the the name that my mom and my aunts and uncles niched as they took over. I'm proud of that too. Um. You know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people go through that too. I don't know. Maybe, maybe people don't think about it. I, like I said, I feel like I'm fucking rambling here, but um, I've just been very pensive and nostalgic um, and sad. But, you know, that's life. That's life, man. That's life, man. That's life, man. That's life, man. That's the, that's the, Oh, Life has a funny way of just doing what it does. I guess I should be grateful that I'm in a position where I I recognize it and I see it. Um, I'm grateful that I'm alive to experience this. Um, Because look, we lose people in this life. We lose people, people that don't ever have an opportunity to experience that. A lot of people die young. Um, a lot of people get sick and and they die from that so um I guess I just really wanted to just share that that part of my life that you know I have you know four aunts on my mom's side, and my mom has four sisters. And they all raised me. I mean, my mom raised me. You know, my parents raised me, but my aunts were so close to. uh, Well, they they're still close to my mom, but you know, they were so close to to me and my sisters as well, uh, figuratively and literally. I mean, at one point, my mom lived three minutes away from three. Of her sisters, and I remember I, I would I would be able to walk to any of their houses or ride my bike there. Um, and now they're just they're not there anymore. You know, none of us are in that area anymore. You know, it's just I miss that shit. I miss my grandparents. Um, you know, I sometimes. I think of them often. Um, my grandmother got to meet my my two oldest kids, and uh, and they remember her sort of. Uh, but my grandfather never got to to meet any of my kids. My grandmother, not you know, never got to meet my my babies. My little girls have never got a chance to meet, you know my my grandparents, I think the only great grandparent that my girls are or are, are able to see right now is my wife's grandmother um which is special, so again, that just goes to like the the dope shit about families the different dynamics and we grew up to appreciate that shit. You know we love and respect our elders so I'm, I, I think of my grandparents i often wonder what my grandfather was thinking when he was going through things that i may be going through right now sometimes i wish i could get his advice on things i was um I was 23 when he passed away i just turned 23 the last time i saw my grandfather i told him he was going to be a grandfather or a great grandfather to my child I told him that I was going to be a dad for the first time I told my grandparents that I think my grandmother was a little nervous for me a little concerned for me but my grandfather he just you know just he told me he said man just just be happy and you'll be all right and that's what he told me when he closed the door and I left my mom's house. Um, I I often wonder what he would say if I could share with him what I'm going through right now, because I'm I'm a 43 year old man, not a 23 year old boy. At 23 years old, oh my God, I was so young; I was a baby you know, it would be pretty cool to have a conversation with him. And a grown man intellectual conversation with a pillar in my family. And I'm grateful that I was able to have those conversations somewhat with my grandmother. Before she passed away, she told me she was proud of me. So, you know. Pillars in my family. The family's changing. You know, so the pillar now, the pillars are the my aunts and uncles. My uncles. I love my uncles. I have three uncles on my mom's side. I love them. Um, you know, they each have a special place in my heart. Um, I'm really, really close with my uncle Carlos. Uh, um, my well, my deal, Ricky, too. Do you know, I'm close with deal hippie, but you know, we just never really saw deal hippie that much, and I, I miss him. It was good to see him at the wedding. Um, he he could always make me laugh, he still can. But you know, deal Carlos, I went to work for my uncle when I was 13 for three summers in a row, cutting grass weed whacking um and then money i i got paid i went and bought my school clothes that year i did that for three summers in a row i went uh went with my mom my mom you know my mom was a school teacher so she would uh during the summers you know she'd have off so my mom would go to my uncle's in delaware take uh, take me and my sisters and and I would go work um, and I bring that up because I learned a lot um, from my mom but also from my uncle my Carlos because it was his business but just the work ethic and the, the way to approach life I learned a lot from him. There's a lot of my mannerisms I know I got from him um, because I was a a little boy that was very impressionable. Um, You know, I have a father, and I'm grateful. I'm never, ever going to throw shade on my dad, but um, he was very busy because he worked so much, and I didn't really see my dad that much. He was very in and out and he was working. That's why I admired him so much. He was just, he was like this stoic workhorse. So I think, you know, the experience I had working with my uncle, it was like I was gaining a lot of knowledge elsewhere. And I really held on to it um, because I feel like I, I think I needed it at that age. I, just, I didn't realize it. Uh, I realize it now, but I just held on to it. I, I absorbed everything like a sponge. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, during that time, you know, my Uncle Ricky, who's the youngest of my mom's siblings, he, he was in the military. He was a Marine when I was a kid. And then, then he was living on the West Coast, so I never really saw him that much. And it wasn't until, I think after I graduated high school, my uncle moved, uh, my, he moved actually to Delaware. So he's been in Delaware with my, my dear Carlos, so deal Ricky, and I got real close at, in my adult years. And, you know, I feel like him and I really forged a, a relationship that was close in my adult years and i look up to i look up to all my uncles you know but i really want to make those men proud of me um, because i honor and i respect them and I, I want to make the women in my family proud of me because i honor and respect them my my mom my titi maria titi leira titi Kanman, titiana Like, I just want to make these people, these beautiful people that raised me proud of me. But I'm also having a hard time knowing that there's this shift. Um, you get used to how get-togethers are as a family. If you're blessed to have them. A lot of people don't have them. But I was blessed. I was lucky. And, you know, my cousins and I, we know it. We we didn't have a lot in regards to money. But that, that bond in our family, those get-togethers, the good times, that energy, not everybody can have that. We were lucky. But we can feel that shift. That's scary. Because I got used to having it a certain way growing up. But I'm fortunate enough to be a father and and a lot of my cousins have kids and if we can do this for our children to keep it going then that's the you know that's the passing of the torch uh, maybe i'm having a midlife crisis yay <laughs> yay yay Why do I do these things? I share these um, parts of my journey because vulnerability. I can't ask somebody to come on this podcast and be vulnerable and I not do the same thing. And I feel like somebody out there can relate to it. So that's what I've been dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. anyway family is everything and not just blood related you know just the people that you hold close that you ride for that you know they ride for you no matter who no matter what um And I need to, uh, I think I need to just, um, start accepting the fact that uh, times are changing. And, uh, you know, my gray hairs will only get more gray. Um, and I'm only going to get older, and my kids will only get older, God willing. But I I would be lying if I, said i wasn't sad i am we have this thing in my family that you know we have a lot of memories in delaware my uncle's land partying listening to music in the trailers in the garage just living a muck man enjoying life out in the woods as my uncle would say. Or will say. Yeah. But things get... You know, things get different when you're older. And anyway. Thanks for listening to me ramble. And I gotta be honest with you. If this makes it uh On the podcast, that's... Gonna be somewhat surprising. Because I feel like I just wet the bed with this one my god I feel like I was a rambling emotional wreck anyway um, I hope you all are enjoying your lives not just your days not just your week enjoy your life enjoy your life with yourself with your family with your friends with your children with your pet just enjoy this life take a step outside smell the cool crisp air it's that time of year my name is felix c arroyo these are the journeyman chronicles remember to maintain focus and stay continuous through all four seasons love y'all be safe